This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hello, everyone. It's me, Nigel Seeley. Welcome along to another edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the number one tennis betting podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sports. So, where is the time gone? This time last week, we were moaning about the rain, uh, the, the the backlog of matches. We're suddenly into the second week of women's quarterfinal day already. And the women's championship, I'm delighted to say, joining me to look ahead to tomorrow's four quarterfinals is our WCA handicapper, is Rory Giovanni. Rory, how are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm okay. It's been a... I don't think anyone's had a good Wimbledon punting-wise because so, there's been so many upsets and so many surprises. But... Um, yeah, we've got four good quarterfinals coming up tomorrow. The I hesitate to call them the big three because they're not as dominant as the big three in the men's game were. But, you know, the, the three market leaders are all still there. Iga Sviontek, defending champion Yelena Rybakina and Irina Sabalenka. They're, they're all through. But um, our outright picks have gone and I've had a pretty ropey start on the matches. I mean, most of them have been close. I think there's only been one that hasn't been. But... Most of them have been close. So I feel like I'm there, thereabouts, but just hopefully we can get some over the line tomorrow. Um, and then, and I don't think there's any real value left in the outright, but we'll have a look at that, obviously. But it's four really good quarterfinals and yeah, some, it's been some great tennis already and, and more to come. It's been a tough tournament, not only for us on the women's side, but also for the, the men's side as well. And I spoke to... Uh, Sean Calvert yesterday about it. And I think years ago, we could make a case for players who are more glass court averse, big servers, players who were suited by the conditions. The conditions were much quicker. Now I think it's become a a, a, a level playing field, really. I, th- I don't think grass is as much big advantage as it was. And it's got worse and worse as the years have gone by. You know, you, you don't have them big, big servers that can get through uh the players, the women's side of draw and the men's side of draw have adapted to, to playing on, on grass. And um, what we consider value to oppose players probably may have gone the other way. It's very similar to, I remember when um, we used to, when I first started betting on, on soccer, on, on football, the, the always the value was to go under two and a half goals. And it was always the best way that the shrewdies would go under two and a half goals yeah. and, and the public money went over two and a half goals. And there was a transition where suddenly all yeah. the shrewd money went over two and a half goals and all the all the mug money was more under two and a half. No one bet under two and a half goals. And it seems to be now in the tennis world there where we look at players and think, well, they can't they can't they can't win a win with them, got the game to win a win with them, the conditions are too fast. I think the courts have leveled it really out. Wimbledon wants Shrontek in the final, they want Grand Slams, they want Djokovic, they want big names. And I think it's really, really difficult now to sort of look at the form from the different surfaces and weigh it all up. I think as well, the grass court season is so short now. So players aren't getting the practice they used to. So the grass court specialists don't really have much of a chance to play that much on grass. 
But, I mean, there are exceptions. I mean, look at the men's draw, Christopher Eubanks. I mean, you wouldn't have said he was a grass court specialist, but he's got a game that is suited to grass. He's got a big serve and he volleys. So, you know, there are exceptions. Um, in the women's game, obviously, Kvitova went out, but Kvitova went out on Jabir. Jabir, you'd say, has got an all-round game. Probably well suited to grass because she has a good slice. She volleys. She's got every shot in the book. Um, Rubakina, probably well suited to grass. Sfiontek's the one least suited to grass out of those three, out of the big three. But she hasn't faced anyone of note. I mean, she struggled against Belinda Bencic, who's not a bad player on grass. But that was a surprise. I mean, she was match put two match points down, Sfiontek. So, yeah, I mean, it is certainly easier for the non-Grahos court players. But I think there is still scope for someone who's a specialist on the surface to go far. And I think... I think Sviontek will find that in the latter stages, probably in the final, because he's not going to face anyone that strong on grass until the final. But, you know, I'd say the bottom half is looking far stronger at the moment. Let's have a look at the uh, the outright prices uh, for the women's draw. We actually, in the position now, we can know there's eight, there's only four matches remaining in the quarterfinal stage. We know the odds on all the players. Igor Swantek is the favourite, plus 150, the winning to win her first Wimbledon Championship. Obviously, she's the French Open champion. Alina Rebekina, the defending champion, is now plus 260. Irina uh, Sabalenka is down to $3. Uh, Jabur, massive win for her today. She's now 750. Madison Keys is uh, leading American hopes at 2300. Jess Pegler as well, amongst her, she's 1900. Sorry, I got that wrong. Jess Pegler is 1900. Alina Svetolina, who's rolling back the years. She's 2300. And Marquetta von Drusifer, is the uh, the twenty three hundred outsider? So it's a, it's a bit of a you know it, it, the market is dominated by them three: Swantek, Ribikina, Sabalenka. I've said all along this tournament that I wanted to fade the front three. I've bet on Jabir, and um, I'm quite pleased with our progress. I never I never expect I thought I'd be have a losing ticket all the way through. But do you think now that Swantek um, here at plus one fifty is a tradable price? Do you think? So we should be betting trying to get plus 150 and getting into the final and maybe hedging at minus money because she she has got a route to the final. My only my only doubt about that is if she plays Rebecca or Sabalenka in the final, I, I, I got a feeling she might start underdog. She'll, she'll be shorter than plus 150. I mean, enough to justify a trade? Probably not. But, I mean, it, she, she could face... Um, she could face Shabur in the final. I think whoever she faces in the final, she's going to be, she's not going to be sure. She's not going to be sure, you know, she's not going to be massive odds on. She'll probably be, yeah, shade of odds odds on at best. And as you say, I think if she faced Rubakina or Sabalenka, yeah, she might, she might even start odds against. So probably not one, even if you fancy a trade. Um, Rebekahna at plus 260 probably isn't a bad price, um, although I think she might struggle against Onjabur. Sabalenka at plus 300, again, I mean, you can make cases for, I mean, it, it looks to be between the, the top three. I mean, it's hard to see, you know, Pegula and Von Drusseva meet each other, the winner faces Fiontek. It's very hard to see either of them troubling Fiontek in the semis. And Svitolina... And Von Drus, I beg your pardon. Sorry. So yeah, Svitolina faces Sviontek. Um, and you know, it's 
it's just it's hard to see Sviontek not being it's just very hard to see Sviontek not being in the final she got that great draw at the start and we thought her two possible semi-final opponents would be either uh, Veronika Kudamitova or Donna Vekic Marketa Von Drusova beat them both and now she's through and Von Drusova's before this year she'd never got to a beyond the quarterfinals which the quarterfinals is the best she's got to in on grass and now she's in a quarterfinal at Wimbledon Pegula's never got beyond the quarterfinals at Wimbledon so you know what you're saying you know isn't there there is some truth behind it in that you know players who have no grass court pedigree are suited more now because you know they've made the balls heavier they've made the grass a bit slower so it's all becoming more like a a quick hard court it's not like the grass of old certainly it's like the service they play week in and week out. And that's why I think that uh, the market's changed. It's a bit I think... quicker. It's a bit quicker. I mean, it's much easier to hold serve. You're seeing a lot more holds of serve here than you would do normally on the tour. Uh, you're seeing a lot more closer sets. But it's nothing. It's not the big outlier that grass was going back 15, 20 years. Certainly not. Let's look, move on to tomorrow's quarterfinals and some very interesting quarterfinals. The first match we're going to talk about is Iga Swiatek, the world number one, the dominant player on the women's game. She's up against Alina Svetolina. And we, I, I, I spoke to her here about three months ago and we joked about Svetolina saying she's back and we, we made a case for her against some random player in the top 100 that she was going to get beat. And uh, she's won tournament. She, she's rolling back the years. Putting in, she's, she's not going to mission. When you look at what she's doing off the court for her country, Ukraine, and how she's galvanized herself and all the money goes into the Ukraine fund. And she's playing for not only for herself, for, for her country and her nation. And she's playing some unbelievable tennis. The way she come back against Azarenka was incredible. Obviously, it ended in some kind of uh, controversy in that match. But Igor Shrontik is a big ask for her. She's minus 670. Iga Shrontek, the world number one here against Svitolina. Svitolina's plus 480. Uh, they met once before in in Rome in 2021 on a, uh, a, a clay court. And no surprise, Igor Shrontek actually won that match in straight sets. Surprise, surprise. But uh, if you look at their, their match here, I, I think I, I think this is a little bit of... Um, I think this is quite an interesting match, really, because uh, Svitolina's definitely got the much more grass court potential. She's got much more form. Whether she's running on empty, I don't know. But Igor Shrontek hasn't been impressive to get through this stage. You know, she you said before, she was two match points down against Bencic. Bencic. The spread here was five and a half, with Svitolina receiving five and a half ga uh, games at minus 122. And the total here is 19 and a half, with over uh, minus 117 and under minus 108. Um, I'm, I'm, I think Shrontek will win. But I'm not going to be rushing to to better in parlays or or any anything like that. I think Svitolina will run it quite close in this match. Um, I, I disagree, and I, I, I explain why. I, I, I totally get the point. I mean, Svitolina is playing amazing. I mean, her head to head against Azarenka was five and zero. Oh. She lost all five of their previous meetings and then won yesterday. And yeah, really emotional encounter. Yeah, obviously a little bit of controversy at the end. I mean, Kind of. I mean, it's, it's well known that Svitolina won't shake hands with players from Russia and Belarus. So Azarenka wasn't going to hang around for that because there was no, there was never going to be a handshake anyway. So anyway, that's by the by. Svitolina's got through. I mean, incredible effort. I think the key to this match is Svitolina's serve. Sviontek will have Svitolina's serve for breakfast. She'll demolish it. 
So Svitolina has to get plenty of first serves in. And even then, I think Sviontek will have some success on that first serve as well. I mean, just looking at the way they both play, just don't see Svitolina landing much of a blow in this. And, you know, she's she's a fantastic competitor. You know, she, her athleticism this week's been so impressive. You know, she only had a baby last October, but, you know, she looks... 100% fit I and mean, she's chasing everything down she's playing superb stuff I just think Sjontek's that level above what she's faced so far and I, I don't think she'll be able to live with it um, I'm looking at unders on games here and under 18 and a half games is plus 138 and I fancy that I mean and Sjontek I just fancy her to make a quick start and, you know, when she makes a quick shot, she's very hard to reel back. And I I, th- I can see that happening. You know, she'll get into Svitolina's second serve. That will, that will you know, Svitolina will start getting nervy on the first serve. And I can see Sjontek just going to town. And I think, you know, once she, you know, she'll she win the first set and then I think she'll she'll stay clear. I think that's that's how I see this match going. I could be totally wrong. But that, that's the way I see the match going. Is that an official pick? It is an official pick. So your under official pick is under games. 18 and a half games in uh, the, the Schwantek v. Svitolina match. And what price is that? Plus? 138. Plus 138. Uh, the last time they met was on clay, like I said. It was 6275. So it was 20 games in 2021. Mm. Uh, I think it's a brave selection, Rory. Um, I, I wish you, I wish you best on that. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's a very brave session. I think the, the thing you've got to remember here is Switzerland could be absolutely exhausted as well. Then I mean that, that is a key factor as well. Yeah. And Sharon Tech has never been pushed as much as she did in the the last match as well. In all the way through, obviously in the final of the defence opening at Muka, where she went very very close. But that was a real tough match for her last 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 uh, last round. So I think these two players are actually coming here, both of them thinking, I don't believe that. Shrontek will make the final. I, really? I still, yeah, you know, I still think I think she, I think she can get beat by someone because I think she's used a lot up winning that French Open and coming to Wimbledon so far this stage. I think a bit controversial, but I think uh, I don't think Switzerland's got the game to beat her. But I think um, mm. she's got. She's. I think I'm not sure. I, th- I, th- I think she's. Do you think Peggy Von has got the game to beat her? On on, on grass, yes. I, th- I, I still, I'm still not convinced by her. At minus six seventy, minus seven hundred. We can oppose her in every single round, and she's got win. She got win every single round to to, to lose money. I think I I just can't see. I don't know. I, I don't think Svitolina can beat her after the back of the match she just played against Azarenka, and obviously the tournament she's had so far. She's some big a run through is Venus Williams, Mertens, Kenin, Azarenka. That's a tough, tough, tough run, and so I think she's running empty. So I think it's a good match up there, but I I think. Just, just Pegula's a little bit underrated, and me including that. We're going to come to our match next. It's just Pegula up against Marketa Vondrusova. Uh, Jessica Pegula is minus 150. Marketa Vondrusova is plus 120. Uh, if you look at the handicap here, the handicap here on the on the spread, uh, let's have a look what it is. It is two and a half. Jess Pegula minus two and a half is minus 106. Vondrusova plus two and a half minus 121. The total is 22 and a half, very high here. Over 22 and a half is even money. And under 22 and a half is minus 129. If you look at the head-to-heads, uh, they've never met before, surprisingly. Both of these players haven't really done anything on grass in their career 
But this year, they're having the best year of their life. Six and one for Bagula on green, on the grass. And Vundrusova is also six and one as well. Both of them come through in very, very good fashion. But you would have to say that Vondrusova has had, without doubt, the much tougher route to get to the quarterfinal stage. Pegula has had the most easiest of routes you could, you could have asked for. So um, where does that lie? I spoke to a, a journalist um, yesterday or the day before, a friend of mine who's a journalist, and I we asked the question, do you want to be coming through the draw easy or do you want to be tested? Um, I think sometimes the market reacts to the people who are tested and the people who come through under the radar winning it easy, they 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 don't they don't really they they go overboard on it. What's your what's your opinion on that? It's funny because my first thought about this match, exactly that, that von Drusfer has beaten a far higher quality of opponent, far tougher route to this point. My first thought was this is gonna go three sets. You know, they're they're both very good players, obviously. As we discussed, no break up grass court pedigree until this season. And but then I just thought, why is von Drusova the underdog here, based on what we've seen over the last week and a bit? You know, Pegula hasn't beaten anyone of note. You know, she has beaten Lauren Davis, she dropped a set against Lauren Davis in round one. She beat Christina Buxer in round two, Elisabetta Cocciaretto in round three, and Lesia Serenko in the round before, and Serenko was running on empty. Von Drusfer has beaten Peyton Stearns round one. Veronica Kudometova, one of the informed players on grass this season, informed players, full stop, beat her in straight sets. Beat Donna Vekic in straight sets. And then yesterday, beat Marie Bauskova. I mean, that wasn't the best of matches, truth to be told. I mean, Von Drusfer hit 37 winners, but made 44 unforced errors. Bauskova made a shed load of unforced errors. 33 unforced errors against 15 winners. Not the highest quality match. But Avantrusa was probably entitled to a match off after those two previous wins. So my first thought was three sets. Avantrusa at plus 120 looks, to me, that looks big. But I'm sure this will go three sets. I'm actually going to go be a bit adventurous here and go Avantrusa to win 2-1. I just cannot see... I mean, Pegula, I know I'm interested to hear what you think about Pegula because she's got a good game on fast, hard courts. We know that. And she's got a good game on hard courts, full stop. And she's always in the quarterfinals or the semifinals. I think she, you know, on the the 1000s, the WTA 1000s, I think she's made the last seven quarterfinals or something ridiculous. She's never really done it on grass. And she was well beaten by Coco Goff at Eastbourne. I'm still really not sure about her on grass at all. I, I just And she's got this far because I think she's had a very easy run through. And she does serve well and she's solid. She hits the ball well. But I just I still, I, I think a bit like with you and Sviontek, I'm still just a bit meh about Big Eula on grass. It's a brave statement because the producer has shown nothing on grass Until this year as well. True, absolutely true. So I just um, think Von Drusa has shown more this season than, than Pegula. Well, I think if you're if you're making the case for Von Drusa for and I and I think Pegula's got a bit of confidence behind her and playing well. I think she's a very confident player. When she's full of confidence, she's she's exceptionally good. And when she's not 
for the concept. She's vulnerable. I think she's getting better on grass every single match I've seen of her. I thought she was exceptional in the last round. Uh, last round. So I think that it brings into your first initial point of the games. I think I think the games here probably be the angle. I think, yeah. But at twenty two and a half is a lot to it's pay. High. It's high on uh, on women's tennis as well. So I think that one's probably a lean. Watch it. Watch it in play. See how the match goes. You got a you got official pick on this or? Yeah, I'm going to go for two one Vondrusova. I, I think she's. I think this goes three, and I think she's overpriced. I think based on what we've seen. So I'm going Vondrusova two one at plus three ninety. Von Drusova 2 1 plus 390. There's 43 different markets available with Bet Rivers on this match, uh, as well as all the other matches in the moment. And when the match actually starts tomorrow around about eight o'clock Eastern time, there are probably about 60 different matches. Remember, Bet Rivers have a Wimbledon 50% match bet offer. Place a real money live wager of $10 or more on Wimbledon and receive a 50% Wimbledon match bonus bet up to $25 or up to $100. For VIP customers, loyalty seven and up. Odds must be minus two dollars or greater to qualify. Can only be claimed one one bet per day uh, during the promotional period. Bonus bets will be loaded within thirty minutes of placing a qualifying wager, and all will expire seven days after settlement. So there you go. Um, that's the bet. That's the offer. Uh, so we're going to go for Von Drusifer, two sets to one. I actually agree with Rory. I think it's going to be a long long match, but. Uh, I think Jess Pegg and Mike just edge it. We'll, we'll see how we go. So well, I, I would lean towards the over 22 and a half. I know it's high, but I'm going to go there. Uh, the next match we're going to talk about is the repeat of last year's final. And this is probably the best match of the quarterfinals. It's Elena Rybakina up against Angebur. Rybakina opened up at minus 150 with Bet Rivers. Uh, when I'd done this video, well, I wrote the jot down the line. It went to minus 167. While we spoke about the last two matches, Rebecca is now minus 177. Onjabur is now uh, plus 140 to win this match. So there is a huge, huge gamble developing on the Wimbledon champion, Elena Rebecca, who is just going about her business very quietly, very effectively. And actually, she's got better and better and better as the tournament's gone on. We had that virus before the tournament. Onjabur here is coming with an injury as well. The spread here is two and a half. Onjabur is minus 104. Uh, receiving two and a half. Rebecca is minus two and a half, minus 124. And the total is exactly the same as the match we spoke about before. Uh, the regular game is 22 and a half with over at evens and under minus 129. Uh, these two, obviously, they've met in the final last year at Wimbledon, but they've met four times previously. The head to head is two wins apiece. Uh, the most important was that Wimbledon Championship last year where Onjabur really should have won it. She was 6-3 up in the first set give it away. And in the other matches, three of the four matches have gone the distance. Um, how do you see this one going? I think both of these players are peaking at the best right now and really looking good. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, definitely say that for Jabir. I mean, today she was, was old-fashioned beatdown against Petra Kvitova and she started the underdog. Did not I did not see that coming. Bail in the first set and 6-3 in the second. She was fantastic. A little bit of a wobble at 4-1 in the second, but just superb. Absolute brilliant. Right back to her best, seemingly. And yeah, just fantastic to watch. I mean, she's they they say don't let your heart rule your head, but sometimes in betting, well, certainly in betting. But if she plays like she did today, I think she wins. I think she was just 
you know, she's the most talented player in tennis. She's fantastic. And as you say, that Wimbledon final last year, she won the first set. And then, you know, it was both of them, it was their first slam final. And the occasion got to her. You know, she froze. She's been in another slam final since. This is a quarterfinal. I can't see her being affected in the same way. Um, Rebecca has definitely been improving as the tournament's gone on. Obviously, she pretty one-sided win over Katie Bolter. She dropped her opening set of the tournament to Shelby Rogers, but she has been improving. And obviously today, um, Beatrice had Ajmaya return tired with back spasms. Um, so, you know, before anything had really happened. So I'm surprised to see Javert on the drift like this. I really fancy Javert, I have to say, just based on what... I, I came into this tournament wanting to oppose her um, because injury and, you know, still couldn't explain that defeat at Roland Garros. Beatrice had Edgemeyer. She's had some defeats on grass. Today, she looked well and truly on it. I mean, just fantastic. I, I, you know, I do you think that's because Kibitzer wasn't up to the challenge or did, didn't fancy it? Or do you think that was Jabur back at her best? I think it's more Jabur. I mean, what, what, I can't see why Kvitova wouldn't be completely 100% up for this, you know. She it takes a bit of time. Kvitova's a lazy game. She needs to get the serve going. Her head goes. She, she's she's renowned for having more matches, games in her matches than anyone else. She's um, She can start cold, and then sometimes it takes her a bit of time to get going. But when she's on a game, she's... And, and from the first, from the second game, I knew that she wasn't at the races straight away. I know, I know, I know. Jabir played brilliant, but I think Kvitova dropped a level big time today. Yeah, and this is a man well, who's better, better to win the tournament. Both, of them. yeah, both of them. Yeah, um, I think if Jabir wins, I think she does it in straights because she has to start fast to win this. If if we back in a makes a fast start. I can't see Jabir getting into it. And as I say, I think the price is Jabir's the bet. She had, I mean, at Wimbledon final last year, she had every chance. Rebecca hasn't been tested yet. She hasn't faced anyone of note. Um, it's funny because a lot of people are saying, oh, Katie Poulter's playing really well. And and that, because my first thought when Bolter played Rebecca, and I thought Rebecca was going to win this easily. But no, Bolter's playing really well. And Rebecca just had her for breakfast. So, but I think Jabir, so much confidence after today. I, I mean, everything was coming off and she was just fantastic to watch. So I'm, I'm going to go for Jabir in straights here, um, which isn't quite the bet we actually advise. Um, it, the bet is actually minus Jabir, what minus one and a half sets. At plus three ten, which I think is is a big price. I, as I say, I can't see Shabur winning this in three. So if you like Shabur, I think you go for her to win it in straight. And I think plus three ten is a big price. Uh, it'd be interesting to see Rebecca under pressure because she hasn't really. I mean, she lost that first set against Shelby Rogers, but you know, she found a game after that. I think against. Jabir's a much tougher opponent. And I I think Jabir, you know, she wins. She could go all the way. She has the talent. We all know that. 
And the other players will know that as well. It was great to see Kvitova's reaction at the end of the match. It was, you know, a really nice moment. And, you know, it'd be, oh, it'd be horrible if Stuber didn't win a slam. I just hope she wins this one and maybe goes on to win a few. But I'd love to see her win this. And I think she has she has every shot in the book. I think, you know, her slice works really well on grass as well. That's one thing that gives her a real advantage is her slice. She has the drop shot. She's got great winners off both wings. I mean, she she has it all. And I think she might have enough here. On Jabir to win two sets of love, she said all the way through this Wimbledon tournament when she sees her backing her with that Wimbledon shield that has given her the motivation to do well. She's got the best motivation to beat that woman who's given her the biggest upset and the, the biggest disappointment in her career. And she's got the perfect opportunity to avenge. And Rory thinks Onjabur will do that. But straight sets win at a very nice price. The final game, very quickly, Rory. Madison Keys up against Arena Zabalenka. Uh, Zabalenka here is minus 210. Madison Keys plus 165. The spread, two and a half. Minus two and a half. Zabalenka minus 137. Madison Keys receiving two and a half plus 107. Total again, 22 and a half over plus 102 under minus 129. Madison Keys is the hottest player in the tennis world on grass this year. She's 9-0. and Zabalenka, not convinced me. I think she's hit so many great winners and so many unforced errors. She's 5-1 and one this year. She's obviously got beaten by Kudemetseva in Berlin. Uh, she's the number two seed. She's playing well. They met once, twice before, 1-1 one, one on the head-to-heads, once on Berlin in 2021 with Keys won a long match. Cincinnati, Sabalenka won in straight sets. But you would think here, again, this is another one that looks like big servers, big hitters, who's going to out-hit, out-hit each other. And it could potentially be another overmatch, even though 22 and a half does look high. I don't know. I mean, the thing that their Berlin meeting two years ago, also on grass, Keys won 7-5 in the third. Sabalenka's a bigger price for this match than she was for Berlin, which I thought was quite interesting, given what Sabalenka's done since, obviously winning a slam and that. Sabalenka, I don't fancy her outright, but I fancy her in this match. I um, fancy her. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> each their own uh, Sabalenka, she, against Ekaterina Alexandrova it was interesting because um, Alexandrova saved a load of break points got to four all and I thought this is where Sabalenka might might be a bit fragile on serve and it got to 30 all second serve and she could see she was feeling the nerves you could feel the sort of yips were coming and she had a huge second serve right into the corner unreturnable and from then on she was unstoppable if she serves a double fault there, who knows what would have happened? And I, I just kind of think that there, there's a there's an upset waiting to happen with Sabalenka. I don't think it happens here. Um, I genuinely thought Sabalenka would be shorter here. She had a far easier match today. Obviously, Keys coming back from the dead against Mira Andreva, four one down in the second. I think Sabalenka wins quickly. And actually, you, you're actually covering Keys winning quickly in this, in case Sabalenka implodes. Under 20 and a half games at plus 133 is going to be my bet here. I, I just I just can't see this one lasting particularly long. So you've gone for four official picks on all four quarterfinals? I've gone I've gone all four. Okay. Give us a quick roundup what they are. Okay. Uh, Igis Fiontek versus Alina Svitolina, under 18 and a half games at plus 138. Marketa von Druseva to beat Jessica Pegula 2-1. That's plus 390. Uh, in the repeat of last year's final, Onja Burr minus one and a half sets against Elena Rybakina. That's plus 310. And the final one, Arena Sabalenka against Madison Keys, under 20 and a half games at plus 133. There you have it. 
Uh, apologize for my voice. I was at Blur last night at the concert at Wembley Stadium. Oh, I lost nice. my. Vo- I was at my. I'm singing Paul Weller and Blur. It was absolutely fantastic. So hence my. Uh, I was singing Park Life and Girls Boys <laughs> very loud, and that's why I've lost my little voice today. So I apologize for the. The, the croakiness of my of my throat today. Uh, just remember, there's four ways to follow us here on Betting Weekly Game Better Match. The first way you can do it is by downloading the podcast by searching Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at the Bet Rivers Network. And you can follow us on our social pages at Because We Win on Instagram and Twitter. Um, sure, um, sure, 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 Rory. Thank you very much for joining <laughs> us. Uh, good luck. It's been a tough tournament. It's been a tough tournament, not only for us on the women's side, it's been a tough tournament for the men's side as well. It's been a very, very tough tournament. And uh, what we try to do here is try to to look for value. Sometimes the value doesn't come through, but we look for the value and we try to find the value piece. We could come on this podcast and bet Eagle Shrontek at minus 670. We can give you a case for four favourites to parley up. That's not our style. We try to look for value. Sometimes it doesn't come through, but every, every bet we give you has got a bit of reason behind you. Whether you go with it, whether you favour it, it's entirely up to you. But good luck with your picks. Uh, good luck, Roy, for the to, for tomorrow's action on the women's quarterfinals. I'll be back with Sean tomorrow on Tuesday when we're looking at the men's quarterfinals. Uh, we'll have a look at big breakdown, all those four matches and the outright marches, markets. But it's incredible how quickly this tournament's gone around. You know, First two or three days thinking, well, there's rain, it's gonna where, where's it all gonna end? And now all of a sudden we're at the business end, second week, and things are really hotting up. Hopefully we catch some tickets. Rory, good luck tomorrow. Good luck, everyone else, if you're, you're following us in and uh take care and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Take care.